Hello, I'm Mike Baselli, and this is episode 16 of Passionate Pioneers. In this episode, we spent time with a nationally recognized healthcare innovation leader who is laser-focused on bringing elegant and helpful life empowerment solutions to a large and fast-growing demographic, our nation's seniors. Andrew Parker is a founder and CEO of PAPA, an on-demand personal assistance platform and service to provide socialization for our elders. PAPA connects seniors with college students, or PAPA pals, who can then help our seniors complete tasks, assist with transportation, house chores, technology lessons, and other services. During this episode, Andrew shared his personal and family journey with his own grandfather and how he recognized the extreme difficulty associated with juggling daily life and senior family member needs. While the PAPA platform was initially built to support Andrew's own grandfather, Andrew and his family recognized how impactful and positive it was to connect their grandfather with a young, energetic, and enthusiastic individual. After the first visit, Andrew knew he had something special to offer other families with the same need. Before we dive into the podcast, I want to celebrate Andrew and his team for their passion and commitment in building such an impactful and game-changing solution to repair the social isolation and loneliness epidemic many of our seniors experience and die from. This was a moving and meaningful conversation, and I hope you will help Andrew and his team further their mission to deploy grandkids on demand across the nation. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Andrew, welcome to our podcast, being recorded at Halo Creative Labs, located inside of Angel MD's headquarters here at Catalyst, our healthcare innovation campus in downtown Denver. Very excited to be here today. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today, Andrew, as you and your team at PAPA have built a brilliant platform to support and energize important community members in our country, our senior citizens. This is going to be a very important and timely conversation due to this large and rapidly growing demographic in our nation and the responsibilities we have to ensure our seniors can age in healthy and dignified ways. But before we dive into how you and your company have created such an important and inspiring technology, a bit of housekeeping. For our audience, while listening to any of our episodes, please make sure to visit the episode notes and share feedback and ideas for our guests via our guest feedback form link and to nominate other passionate pioneers for a future episode via our guest nomination form link. And lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so you will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli and iTunes or Spotify. All right, Andrew, before we dive in, let's go ahead and take a moment to break the ice a bit so our community can get to know you. I'm going to randomly select one of three questions here. And one that came up is, one thing that you love to do outside of your pioneering work with Papa? Uh, funny enough, as a guy that grew up in South Florida and Miami, my favorite, most uh, passionate thing is snowboarding. I uh, do it quite often, and I'm very into it. Where do you like to snowboard? Uh, typically, go to Colorado, Vail, uh, Beaver Creek, but I did spend some good amount of time in other countries like Japan. 
Really? So I have some uh, close friends that they actually go there now yearly. Uh, they say that Japan has some of the best skiing they've ever uh, experienced on Earth. Yeah. Uh, in Naseko in Japan, they call it Japao. Actually, when I left my old job, I took three weeks between starting Papa to go there uh, to snowboard. And why is it such good snowboarding or skiing? There's some sort of anomaly off of the mountains there that gives it more snow in two weeks than Colorado gets all year. Holy cow. And I know, be, you know, living here in Colorado, we get a lot of snow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's quite substantial. Wow. Well, uh, it's already shaping up over here in Colorado for a heck of a ski season. So I hope you come visit us soon and often, my friend. I do as well. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, we're going to dive in here, Andrew, and and rewind the clock a bit. Uh, you know, Papa, a very fast-growing startup. You guys are doing incredible work. But, of course, every great startup, every great company always has a story behind it and the why. Take us back a bit as to how Papa got going in the first place. Sure. So I started Papa originally not as a business idea, but as a resolution to a personal issue, which I think most good ideas start that way. My grandfather, who we called Papa, he needed support, but he was able to bathe himself and he didn't need anyone to help him go to the bathroom. And I just thought it would be a better preference to my grandfather, you know, who's kind of stuck in his ways and didn't really want to be cared for, to connect him to a young, fun, energetic college student. I thought a pre-med or nursing student would be awesome. And uh, we did just that. I vetted a college student, uh, interviewed them, connected him to someone very similar to what we do now as a business, but saw the value and the impact it made on his life and really the intergenerational bond that was occurring between him and the Papa Pell at the time, uh, which we didn't call him then. Uh, and then I just recognized how big of an opportunity it was to really support this age group. You know, when we started Papa, 10,000 people were turning 65 a day. Two years later, 11,000 people are turning 65 every day. And so the opportunity is massive. And so with that, you know, two and a half years ago, I left my uh, previous job to start Papa and you know, focus on it full time. Wow, that is so cool. And it is such an important space. You know, I'm fascinated by uh, senior care, the aging in place. The, you already mentioned it, right? It's a massive uh, area, 10, 11,000 people a day that are retiring. And, you know, there's always this misnomer, Andrew, that I, I think that uh, you probably hear a lot as well. Oh, uh, you know, seniors, they don't want to deal with technology. They don't know how to work with it, et cetera. And then another misnomer that our younger generations don't want to have anything to do with senior citizens. It seems like Papa is blowing both of those up. <laughs> We're trying to. You know, we try to make our service accessible to older adults or seniors um, in the way they feel most comfortable. So, yes, we do have a mobile app that you could request our services for. But interestingly enough, about 90% of our members actually call 1-800 number. They connect to one of our care team members, and then they'll manage the experience on their behalf. So it's super white glove. And then it goes into a technology and an app that connects to the college students so we know where they are and what they're doing and, you know, able to really control the experience and provide high-quality opportunity for really pairing the two very distinct generations. So though uh, there are varying degrees of technical capabilities among seniors, we feel that, you know, they do like the white club experience um, and we are, you know, breaking a lot of the barriers there. Well, let's focus on, let's focus on the college students. I think that's uh, another part of this equation that I find fascinating. Uh, of course, every startup starts with an idea and go and stress test it in the marketplace. And that's exactly what you did here. Did you initially think, I don't know if college students will want to hang out with senior citizens, or did you see trend lines that, yes, in fact, they do want to? How did you discover that? How was that experience? How has it been with our college students interfacing with our senior citizens? 
Yeah, I think at first we just thought that college students were an untapped labor pool, and there's a huge shortage of traditional caregivers. And if you don't need bathing and toileting, I think you'd prefer to hang out with someone young and fun, you know, that could drive and use tech and kind of feel like the grand kid on demand, which is our, you know, nice, cute slogan, but really telling of our product. And so initially we, you know, hired like 10 or 15 college students to connect to some local older adults that, you know, we were forming relationships with. And we found that it's somewhat self-selecting. This isn't for every college student. Uh, you know, I think about it in terms of my brothers. I have, you know, three other brothers, so there's four of us, two of us would be great Papa Pals, me as one uh, who was a Papa Pal, and then two of us just wouldn't. It's not because we're bad people or, uh, you know, we have bad records, but just not aligned to, you know, our interests. And what's been kind of interesting to figure out is most people, you know, may have different opinions of millennials, but they do want to give back. They do want to empower the community and they do want to learn. And interestingly, the two loneliest generations, according to a Sigma study, are actually older adults and college-age individuals. And they're only for completely different really? reasons, but uh, regardless, we're able to connect those two and really empower both sides of the platform. Wow, I didn't. I I knew that about our, our our senior citizens. I did not know that about our millennials. That's fascinating. And yeah. here you are bridging both together. It's it's so inspiring. In regards to Papa, what what I've been learning about over the number of months in regards to your work is that the most requested service is transportation. I want to talk about that for a moment. Then I also want to talk about what are some of the other services? What are, what are the other growth areas uh, in regards to the engagement interactions between the two? But let's focus on transportation first. Transportation, big word. What does that mean? Are they going? Is, are are we uh, transporting the senior citizens to uh, you know uh, doctor's office to the supermarket? What does transportation mean in this environment? Yeah, it's really across the board. I mean, transportation is definitely a big component, but the way we see it is it's more of an experience. And so a typical day in the life of a Papa member is a Papa Pal, which is what we call the college students. We'll go to the home, help them with you know, their bags, tidy up their house, maybe do some like housekeeping, um, you know, prepare them to go on the road. We'll take them to the doctor appointment. We don't drop them off from a transportation perspective. We actually go in with them. Uh, we'll sit with them in the waiting room. They'll go to the doctor. Oh, that's cool. Afterwards, maybe we'll take them grocery shopping and then on the way home, put away the groceries and you know, go home and you know, play a game of canasta. So it's really part of the experience, not really a transactional transportation uh, service, but about 20, 25% of the time transportation is involved and it's a huge benefit. Andrew, you had me at canasta. <laughs> yeah, canasta is a very exciting game. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, it is. That is so cool. So we're thinking about not just as you mentioned, it's not just picking somebody up, dropping them off, dropping them off. It's more of that experience wrapped around that need for transportation and hitting multiple points. What a, a novel and great idea. Um, when you're talking about the engagement there, what are you seeing? I mean, of course, you're building a business, and but what has this been doing? For our millennials, and we'll also talk about our senior citizens, what has this been doing for them personally? Do you have any any actual stories on how this is positively impacting the millennials that are working within this uh, framework? Yeah, we have thousands of stories. You know, about 70% of the pop-up house are uh, in college to be nurses, doctors, social workers, to go into healthcare. And so, of course, this is a flexible job. They do get paid. You know, they can work on their own hours and schedule, but it also enhances their resume and their future. So. We have a Papa Pal uh, that started you know, early on in our evolution about two years ago. Uh, his name is Edgar, an awesome guy, uh, really involved in the program, you know, helping members as much as possible, always available. He was a physical therapy student. 
He was working on the platform for about a year and now he's a physical therapist at one of the biggest hospital systems in Dallas. And so he wow. really saw Papa as of course a job opportunity, but almost more of an internship. And that's just one of many, many examples. We have Papa pals that are in med school now, uh, Papa pals that are going into the rotations, uh, Papa pals that got jobs at health plans. Some of the customers we have actually bring on Papa pals. And what's pretty cool is because we have thousands and thousands of college students that are going to go on to be you know, future healthcare leaders of America and, and hopefully the world at some point, we've actually hired five Papa pals to be part of our team as full-time employees now managing the experience. That is so cool. What an inspiring way to look at it as well in regards to not only these Papa Pals coming in to leverage the technology, but then becoming part of the team. It's really amazing. And they're some of our best team members. And what's you know cool about that piece is that they actually, typically the first step is for them to be part of our Pal support team. And so they're literally the ones engaging with Papa Pals, giving them real life experiences that they had while being Papa Pals. So it's super relevant. Um, and really, it's amazing to see their growth. Let's flip it over to their, the senior citizens, the other side of the equation here. What has this meant for them, right? And, and you've already mentioned it earlier, right? Loneliness is actually one of the biggest uh, killers uh, uh, for for our senior citizens in this country. And it's a, man, it's a terrible, terrible um, epidemic in our nation. What has this been doing? What are some of those personal stories for the senior citizens that have been working with some of your Papa Pals? Yeah, the way we think about it is, you know, a lot of organizations or just generally uh, the buzz in healthcare is that you want to provide independence to older adults. And we don't think you're that independent if you have to have 10 family members request services for you, manage everything you're doing on a daily basis. So if we're able to empower older adults by providing with what we call true independence, by providing an 800 number or a mobile app where they can actually request services on their own behalf, it's super empowering. And because it's a younger person, it doesn't make them feel like they're being cared for. In fact, most of the older adults see it as something that they're providing value to the college students themselves. Often, we're pairing you know, an older adult that worked at Disney, for example, with a Papa Pal that now works at Disney, or an older adult that worked at you know, GE or Intel or you know, for a sports team, and then now pairing them with Papa Pals that are trying to do that same thing with their career. So it's really empowering the older adults, providing them true independence and allowing them to really uh, help and empower the, the younger adults as well. Because loneliness is a disease. It is killing people. It increases your chance of death. It increases your chance of depression. It increases Alzheimer's even. And so it's actually costing the healthcare system more money because these older adults are lonely and isolated and don't have transportation. And by filling those gaps, we're really drastically improving their lives. And have you seen some? Have you seen some stories uh, within the within the community where some of those uh, senior citizens were depressed, or you know, were not at their best, were not thriving, and then a Papa Pal came in and, and it just changed the game for them. We have members that have stopped taking medications, uh, of course, with doctors' approvals because you know they had anxiety and they stopped taking the Xanax, for example. Oh, that is so yeah. cool! Yeah, Papa is the prescription. Uh, by human connection to really improve loneliness. Um, we've seen members that have lives that have completely changed around. Oftentimes, people go to the hospital, not because they're actually sick, because they're lonely. And when they know that they have a pop-up visit, it really wakes them up, gets them excited. They get dressed. They look forward to the day. And it really helps improve things like reducing emergency department visits, improving medication adherence. Just because they're so excited about their day, they're able to really focus on their health care. We've had some amazing stories. We had Pretty fun story, and I think you know Coloradoans or Denver uh, individuals can relate to. We had a member that uh, was a really good cyclist, an older, eighty-year-old member, but he had dementia. 
And so we paired him with a papa towel. What's funny is he got home before the papa towel by like 20 minutes. And we later found out that the gentleman had been on the Tour de France like 50, 60 years ago. And though we have young individuals, it's hard to beat an 80-year-old who is, you know, a professional cyclist. But stories like that, time and time again, we had a member that wanted to go to a family wedding. And she didn't want to be a burden to her family, but, you know, of course, wanted to go. It was her granddaughter's wedding. She was super excited. And so instead of being a burden to the family and removing their ability to have fun at the wedding, we actually paired her with a pop up and they went to the wedding, you know, all night and they danced and they had fun. And it was really a great opportunity to give exactly what I mentioned before, the member true independence. So that Papa Pal had probably one of the coolest dates at the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. You know, for the most part, it's very fun for both sides of the platform. That is so inspiring. I love to hear that, that some of your, the older adults were able to come off of medication. Wow. I was talking to a CEO of a former large pharma company and he believes and the way he sees it is, you know, Papa could really be considered like a medicine. Um, and loneliness is the what we think of as the only universal disease. You and I have felt it, I'm sure. I definitely have it some point in my life. Absolutely. Um, so it affects you more so at an older age. So cool. I'm sure there's story after story after story to tell about what this is doing. And, and I love how you frame it up. This, this is medicine. And uh, the, the art of social interaction and human connectivity, you just cannot replace that. So... Thank you for sharing some of those intimate stories on both sides of the aisle with Papa. I want to change gears a, a bit here, Andrew. I want to talk a little bit. We have a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and, and business leaders that listen to the to the podcast, and of course, I'm sure they're they're dying to know a bit more on the business side and the economic side of your model. Can you walk us through that a bit? Is this is this uh, something where the older adult pays for it out of their own pocket? Are you working with insurance companies? Are you working with health systems? let's talk through that a bit. Sure. All of the above, um, you can pay out of pocket, put a credit card down on the app or to the phone number in a secure way and request a pop up out for as little as 10 minutes or as much as all day, every day, which, you know, kind of happened across the board, but a good portion of our business actually goes through insurance companies where they pay for this on behalf of their member because of exactly what I mentioned. It really is a prescription for loneliness, which, you know, ends up, putting people in the hospital or, you know, in some cases, even killing them. And so we do offer our service to insurance companies, to health systems. Um, and really, we've grown quite drastically through those B2B2C opportunities. So for our uh, the community members that are listening in that are experts within the healthcare industry, how are you billing for this? What type of billing environments are out there for this type of service? Yeah, uh, generally speaking, it's based on an hourly rate, you know, 20 to $25 an hour, depending on the market. If you go 10 minutes, it's an hour. If you go an hour and 10 minutes, it's charged in an hour and 10 minutes. Um, and so that's been a really great way for us to be super flexible and you know, provide something for a short period of time or a long period of time. Um, with our health plan clients, they pay you know some additional fees like administrative fees and setup fees. We actually customize the experience for health co- insurance companies and health systems where if they want to gather information or leverage the Papa Palace as ambassadors, we use the technology, you know, the Papa Palace platform to really get them to do certain things that may be valuable to the health insurance company. For example, if you want to know if the members had their annual wellness visit, the Papa Pal could find out that information. If not, they could help coordinate that visit and then come back a week later and take them to it. So yes, we're providing companionship, but we also become ambassadors. How does the technology, how does Papa fit in within uh, the Medicare Advantage uh, environment? 
Yeah, about 50-60% of our customers are getting this benefit through their Medicaid Advantage oh, customer. Wow. You may have seen some of that through the news, yep. um, many of the clients that we've launched with. And they're offering a certain number of hours a month for free to their members. And then often they have certain objectives that they want to complete. Sometimes it's more around social determinants of health. Or for example, like what gives you energy? You know, bird watching gives me energy. Okay, great. When was the last time you went bird watching? Well, I haven't been 50 years. And then the pop of hell, you know, takes them to do that activity. Uh, some of it's more specific around, you know, their clinical needs. Like, as I mentioned with, have you, you know, had your annual wellness visit or, you know, how do you feel about food insecurity? Or, you know, are there any home hazards in your house? Is there any risk here? Is there any fraud and abuse signs? And so the pop of hell through the technology is able to capture that information and share it with the health insurance And also, Andrew, you know this, you, you've been in this industry long enough, actually, with a little bit of your history on MD Live, et cetera, telemedicine, right? That's blowing up. That's going to continue to be a, a strong trend line within our industry. Do, do you see Papa playing in, in the virtual space in any form or fashion? hundred percent. I mean, my whole background was building a large telehealth company, yep. uh, which was called MD Live, a company my father actually started. So I've been in the industry uh, for 10 years. I'm, I'm still pretty young, but I've been fortunate to be able to build innovative platforms that you know are a new way to deliver care. Once for those virtual mouse and person companionship. We do have some component of virtual companionship, which is through our care center you know, located in Miami. But I do believe over time, we can really help people where they're located, whether that be virtual in person, or in a facility. And do you see do you see that being a, a, a Papa Pal? Do you see potentially there might be a need where we're using the Papa platform, and you know Mike being one of the the, the senior um, you know the senior citizens using the technology, might I need to to talk to a clinician? Is there an opportunity for Papa to make that introduction or that connection as well? If I actually needed to talk to a licensed physician, hundred percent. It goes back to the point I'm making. We become ambassadors, and if Certain clients have protocols. And, you know, as I mentioned, we don't do bathing and toileting. So that's a very simple example. If we find that someone does need that, we're not going to do it, but we'll capture the information. And then the health plan or the family can you know, make referrals or we can help support that connection on their behalf. You know, another big area that's growing uh, within the industry, and you know this as well with your you know, expertise and experience, is, is the whole notion of care coordination and, and how that is so important now in, in navigating a, a patient or a consumer through the experience. Do you see a whole continuum of care coordination with this platform? Yes, and we're doing a bunch of that now. And so kind of to my point about how we'll make a referral, some of that would be to the family to give them information. They do have a mobile app where they can you know, capture the activities that are occurring or anything that we notice that may require some additional support. Uh, we also partner with our uh, health insurance, you know, clients so that if they have care managers or they, of course, have a network of doctors, uh, we're able to connect them in that way. Oftentimes, the health plans don't know a lot about their members until an episode of care happens, like they end up in the hospital. We become the eyes and ears for them. And so we're able to say, you know, hey, I met with John today. Uh, it seems like he needs some more levels of support based on these following factors. And then that actually ends up on the health plan side where they're able to interact that person with the care manager, for example. 
Very cool. Well, thanks for that overview and, and some of those personal stories around the platform. It, it is so inspiring. It, it gave me goosebumps when you shared the story about one of the um, users being able to come off medication. That is just so inspiring. Let's talk a little future state, and, Andrew. Where where do you see this platform going, especially you know, as you know as well as I do, this industry is, is changing. It's changing fast. We're seeing a lot of things on the regulatory and policy side moving very quickly. Where do you see Papa in the next three to five years on your journey with this company? Yeah, I mean, so we built a pretty amazing platform, which is essentially like a care logistics tool that's super configurable and can be customized to the family or the health plan or what have you. Um, and, you know, thinking about the fact that we're really building a large audience of older adults and the members love what we have. And the fact that we have those things in place is kind of like a superpower. And so we're always thinking about what can we do next? We don't want to boil the ocean, of course. We do have a huge opportunity to connect older adults to younger adults. But over time, I think we'll be adding other service levels uh, or types of services with you know, different types of PALs, uh, maybe even some clinical type of PALs where essentially we can become the health system uh, in the cloud. Very cool. We'll certainly be uh, staying close to the story to watch the evolution of the platform. Let's also talk about how our community uh, can get involved. Yeah, I mean, first of all, definitely let people know that we exist. Um, we have not put most of our effort on consumer. Most of our effort has been through health insurance companies. And if you're an insurance provider, you know, we'd love to have that conversation. But Papa is really helping a lot of people in many states. Today, we're in 16 states. We'll be in over 25 states early next year. And so we're available in a lot of markets. And so just make people aware of the product because it is very hard to figure out what to do if you have an aging older adult. There's so many different services and opportunities. You know, some are good, some are bad, some are okay. But Papa could really be that connective tissue. So awareness is really a key component there. Um, and then just be thoughtful about how you can uh, be helpful to these older adults outside of our product. You know, just when you see someone that needs support, just be there for them. And it really just every little bit helps. Uh, you couldn't imagine how much impact you can make just by saying hi to an older adult. Do, do you see that a lot with our older adults in our in our communities that uh, sometimes they they won't speak up for a need they they won't uh, they, they, as you said earlier they don't want to make it feel like they're a burden and is that uh, you know is that a little bit on us uh, being fellow community members to them that we should like you said we should reach out and touch base and 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 make sure that we're connecting with them. Hundred percent. I mean, I think about it with my own grandparents. Um, you know, I'm not always able to see them. Uh, obviously I have a huge network of Papa Pals. So what's kind of fun is I randomly will send a Papa Pal to my grandparents without telling them, uh, and they absolutely love it, but you want to make them feel empowered and, and ensure that they're having fun just because you're older doesn't mean you don't want to have fun. So I think it's really critical to not look at older people as older people, just look at them as people. And if you do that, I think you can really remove some of those barriers and concerns. Obviously people are embarrassed sometimes about the fact that they're aging and need support. And so don't make them feel like they're being supported. Just be their friend. Very sage advice, Andrew. I appreciate that. So besides awareness for, for Papa and the explosive growth you guys are experiencing, uh, can you share with our community one problem, need, or question that you or Papa currently have that our community may be able to help you with? And we're always looking for great talent. Um, so Papa, two years ago, barely existed. Now we have almost 70 full-time employees. Uh, we're always looking for incredible technology talent, not only in Florida, but across the country. Uh, we're looking for some marketing representatives. And um, a lot of our team is a call center. So if you or family members want to join that, that's also important. But 
Uh, we're growing our network of hospitals across the country. Today, we have 5,000. In January, we'll probably have close to 15,000. Wow. And so if you're a younger college student or your family member, it's definitely encourage them to apply. It's a great job opportunity and it really will help their future. Where can the listening community, if interested, can they go to the website to apply? Where can they find these opportunities? It's best to go to joinpapa.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-A-P-A.com. And they'll get all the information there to allow them to download the app or call the 1-800 number or reach out via email or one of our online forums. And, of course, to our listening community, uh, do visit the episode notes here. There is a, a guest feedback form link in there where you can share some of the ideas on where, how, and, and, and the different ways that you might be thinking about how Andrew can grow that Papa Pal community um, and, and all of that and, and some other ideas of where there might be talent to help continue to grow the papa movement so do uh, visit the episode notes for that guest feedback form link so well besides the website uh, andrew where are some other points of contact online that our community can uh, touch base with you and your team yep we're on uh, twitter at underscore at join underscore papa we're at facebook at join papa uh, we're on linkedin at join papa mostly through join papa uh, you know, with the different uh, social media sites. And you can always reach us on our website, as I mentioned, at joinpop.com. And again, we'll include all of those links uh, in the episode notes as well. All right. Well, Andrew, it's time to close it out here. I'm going to give you a, a fill in the blank. Uh, please fill this in for us. I'm a passionate pioneer because? Because I'm helping the world by connecting the older and younger younger and older adults together to reduce loneliness and isolation and empower uh, both sides of the platform. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast today, Andrew. I'm a huge fan of your work and the mission that Papa is uh, is moving forward across our country. Know that you have a, 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 a huge fan here in Denver, Colorado. We will continue to follow your journey, and we will be sure to uh, let the listening community know how they can get involved with your very inspiring work. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode.